Welcome, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me always, staying hydrated, Mr. Andy Molitor, off a wonderful deep dive last night. That was really spectacular uh, with Mr. Benjamin there. Yeah, that was a good get. I was excited. We had kind of gone over who we wanted to talk about draft stuff. We'll probably do another draft one next week just because why not? We know plenty of people who are betting the draft pretty heavily or covering it heavily. That was a ton of fun. I'm very excited. It's kind of nice because, you know, right now it's not like we have a bad golf tournament or a bad tennis tournament, but it's not the Masters. It's not a good golf or tennis tournament. It's You got Charleston, too, and you got the rain out across the uh, – Ran out across the uh, in the Atlantic there. It's lemons, limes, and oranges. I went with a citrus Ooh. blend in my infused water today. It's the only right way I can get. Uh, yeah, it's the only way I can get any sort of uh, fruit in my diet. Um, well, mass Singer deep net, There will be absolutely no Mass Singer spoilers. Frank Brank got me watching the Mass Singer. I'm not sure I like it yet, but I watch it with my wife and my daughter on Thursdays. Because I record the deep dive on Wednesday night, so I missed the wild card and all that. And it's the dumbest fucking show, honestly. But I can see how like it could be addicting. Um, hopefully, I'm glad I didn't announce this. You know, uh, abnormal distribution here made me remember that I put some small bets on Horsefield and Horsey over in the Austrian Austrian Open. Put another shrimp mm-hmm. on the Barbie. Glad I didn't announce those because those guys are like a combined six over. Um, not going good in my, my Euro tour, um, D-Gen betting over there. I should do some matchups, honestly. Like that's probably where the money is. Just fade uncle juiced. Do they so, have the same offering for those Euro tours? Is it the same kind of full menu or is it a little more limited? Oh, it's quite a bit more limited as far as props and stuff, but there is usually a decent menu of, uh, head to heads. And of course, a pretty, you know, same kind of outright prices that you can get. So, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of places that offer outrights and head to heads on the Euro tour. So I, I don't get too deep into that. Usually just some DGen head to heads, but I need to start getting more numbers on that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's Thursday. I'm going to have some draft props. Uh, after we had our conversation last night, I sat down and kind of shopped. I will kind of let you know what I ended up on. There's going to be more. I'm going to have plenty more of these. And we complained about some of the offerings last night. Drew complained on Twitter. There will be more uh, as we get closer. So as we get closer to the draft, there will be more and more of these that pop up. Um, but we'll just uh, – you didn't uh, – NBA last night. One I mean, of them, was, the under, the under, the under is the one I bet. Wow. <laughs> Which, right, we had two, we one and one on the unders, and then there was a late Didn't ad. Even, if you follow me on the app, we added the uh, Knicks late plus three. They won outright, which is nice, but one on one on the total, so not too yeah, bad. They, one went very smoothly, and the other one, Golden State almost put up 150 points, so that was an, uh, was a part of my projection, if you will. Yeah, I was going to say the one did not even touch 200. The under was clearly there. The other one, the... I don't know. I, I, I blame it more on Oklahoma City than the Warriors. Like Oklahoma City just played like shit. And Drew Drew brought that up the other day. He was talking NBA with me off the air. He said sometimes this, there's this when you have a bad team like that and they go balls to the walls one game. It's like they're so bad the next game. And that was like the Thunder. The Thunder were just. I mean, they gave up 147 to that team. And yes, Steph is hot as shit right now. But we uh. I guess we didn't expect a, a buck forty-seven out of them. No, but. no, it's we could have handled a, a pretty good number by them, but not a, not one hundred and forty-seven. So yeah, we'll we'll try better. But unfortunately, I don't 
I don't have anything today. We'll take a look at the slate pretty quickly. There is only four games tonight, um, you know, in the compressed NBA schedule. This is Thursday night. They try to make it a big TV night. So just about everybody gets off tonight except for eight teams. Milwaukee's playing Atlanta. That opened at a few books late last night. Saw some sixes, um, even some sixes this morning when I woke up. That's all the way to four. Atlanta's taken a bunch of money this morning. That would lend me to believe that maybe people think Trey Young is in or they know Giannis Attentacumpo is going to be out. Milwaukee's on a back-to-back here. If Trey Young's out and Giannis is out, I actually don't mind laying the points with Milwaukee here. They've been good as a short dog without Giannis. And without Trey Young, they're still missing John Collins in Atlanta as well. I just think that they're outgunned in that position. So I will post that on Betsburts if I get some more information on that. Golden State and Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's taken some money this morning. This was nine and a half. It's down to seven and a half. Um, there probably are still some eights up there. Lean Cleveland here. They've been very good at home, but Colin Sexton looks like he is questionable. No Colin Sexton, no Cavaliers bet for me. Boston's land six in Atlanta. Really thought hard and, and long about taking Boston here. And from a talent perspective, they have much more talent than the Lakers do overall. But the things that Boston struggle with, giving up free throws, offensive rebounding, are things that the Lakers have done very well, even without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis, with even with a lesser roster, they still get to the basket. They draw a lot of fouls and get free throws, and they attack the, the basket. And the defense has still been solid. So as much as I was staring at Boston trying to figure out why that number was only six, and it's hung right around six. It looks like there's some six and a half. So, so maybe somebody else agreed with me and jumped on Boston, but that was a close pass. And then the nightcap, Phoenix laying a big number, 12 and a half, hosting Sacramento. Phoenix has been great at home. They've been great laying big numbers, but I'm not laying 13 points. Um it's just not interested in it. Sacramento has been very good lately. Both of these teams are playing a three and four here. So the number came out pretty close to my projection. But if you were to bet Phoenix just kind of blindly on some of these double digit spreads at home, you do pretty well. So Phoenix are pass, but a pass for me. Yeah. Some people got some nice numbers on there. Uh, quick question from Nicholas Holt 59. What point do you buy out of heat division? I'm not sure who you'd buy out with. Yeah, you can't. I mean, because they're behind horse race. Right, and they're they're behind. If they were ahead, you know, maybe yeah. you'd have a chance to do that. I'm going to pull up the standings here right now. But last I looked, I think they're a game, even a game and a half behind here, and they are either just started or entering this brutal stretch where they're going to play eight games in twelve nights. So you just kind of have to ride or die with this Heat team. I mean, if they get to the point where they're a couple games ahead. You know, maybe start to buy out for your original stake. You know, again, it all depends on you know how much you have on it. But I think I'm just letting it ride. But even if I wanted to, to buy out, you know, you're you're in a really bad position to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if, are if a you're real, out. that's the thing too. Like, if you really aren't scared of the Hornets, you could. I, I found a Heat Heat and Miami are both minus 105 at one place. Like, it's still you, you're still losing money on the deal. Like you, it wouldn't be a true buyout. You'd you'd lose some juice. So I don't know if you're real scared. But then you know what happens if what happens if the Hornets just keep horneting? You know you, you can't have that. And of course you could take a small stake on eleven to one. So yeah, you I would have hoped you would have hoped Miami would have made up some ground here with the Hornets being injured with Trey Young being out. It's pretty disappointing that Atlanta's two games ahead now. Again, Miami's the better team. They're finally starting to have their guys together. I hope that there's some sort of run left. If you are starting to feel hesitant, maybe one of the things you could do is just start looking at Miami's schedule. They have one game against Atlanta left, one game against Charlotte left. You know, maybe play Atlanta in that game. Because if Atlanta wins that game with a lead or two-game lead, I think that gives them the tiebreaker and, you know, would give them a three-game lead, right? They would add one for that win then. You know, maybe look at that spot. But 
otherwise it's not a great spot. We've got to cross our fingers and hope that Spolster can figure this out. And with everybody finally healthy, even though Oladipo's out, they've kind of got pretty much everybody they had last year except Atlantic. Maybe they finally have some time and, and the right roster to start to put some of these things together. But, you know, I still believe. I believe. And, yeah, I'm just – I'm I'm riding it out, so I'm not worried. Um, as I did talk about earlier, we had Benjamin Solik on the deep dive. Our I don't know family. It's a it's in the Betsperts powered by Betsperts family of podcasts and shows. So, def, and I'm on it, so I definitely will promote that. But uh, came up with some bets off that. Mr. Solik talked to me. I my top ten is starting to solidify. I did some half. I'm excited for you to get there. I did some shopping. I did some shopping on this. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very convinced of it's not Mac Jones at three. I could be talked into some Lance. I could be talked into Lance at three. I'm very, very convinced it's Justin Fields at three. I am very, very against Mac Jones. But anyway, Chase, Chase under 6.5. This is one. I so I, I just went and looked at the legal books. Uh, there's a lot of uh, you can find better prices than this, but I'll just give you the stuff in the legal books right now. You can find Jamar Chase right around minus 120 for under six, which I feel like it's probably a free roll. But the six and a half, I'm fine paying a little extra juice on this. He, he's going five or six. Like if if he goes seven, shame on me. But this is where this is where I'm landing. I'm putting my stake in the ground, especially after we talked last night. He's minus seven nine hundred to be the first wide receiver. He will be the first wide receiver. There's numerous teams that are going to go receiver. Four five six is a mess. We talked about that for twenty minutes last night. Four five six is going to be a mess. There's gonna, there's a possibility of a trade there, but somebody is taking Chase in that spot. So I have him there. Um, JC Horn. You know whose kid this is? Did you get to that far yet? Uh, is this Joe Horn's kid? It's Joe Horn's kid pulling the cell phone out. I, I love exactly what I was going to say. I was going to check Pat him down for cell oh phones. Oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah. And Solik did convince me of this that uh, there was there was probably a decent case to be made for this to actually be the top CB off the board. I'll get to that. The Cowboys are really really tied to Patrick Sertain right now, but there's a decent chance that Horn could go to the Cowboys. He's kind of a fit there. He's a flashy player. He's like his father. So he's he's exciting. And, you know, it, it's Patrick dumb. Sertain play hockey? Patrick Sertain Jr., the second? Mm. No. Okay. I don't know. Don't confuse me with hockey players. I know, like, <laughs> one hockey player, and he retired a while ago, made a daughter, married a golfer. Um, yeah, J.C. Horn, though, um, we talk Cowboys and Eagles, both going to be cornerback hungry. It's going to depend what the Cowboys do there with what the Eagles do. The Eagles also need receivers, but I can see the Eagles grabbing horn there at that, uh, their spot. So I like under 13 quite a bit. I think he could go 10th. I already spoke about Mac Jones over three and a half. This is one I like quite a bit at a plus number. I'm digging that. And then I did my full mock. I won't release that yet because it's going to be tweaked a little before we get there. But Drew and I will both do full mocks again. That was a fun, uh, humbling experience, I'd say. Like trying to do that, it is very, very difficult. Once you get 20 deep, it's like, all right, now I'm just guessing, and I don't know how I make this right. And you realize, like, you were right on some of this stuff. You were probably right. But once you get 20 deep, like, somebody makes a weird pick, and, you know, the Cowboys went with Lamb instead of a defender last year, and it's like, all right, that screwed up the defender market and the wide receiver market. Now everything, you know, all bets are off. So I, I yeah, couldn't get – I could not so get – So many things in Ripple – Ripple effects as things happen. I could not get fewer than 18. 
I, a, a lot of the iterations I was doing were 19, so I'm fine paying the juice here. You can find an 18 at minus 130 if you're juice averse, but I'm not. I'm gonna I'm fine playing this. And you know what? There's a whole second sheet of these. Horn first quarterback. There we go. I even played this Love a little it. because I I do think it's closer to probably, you know, it should be if you want to go vig free minus 150 plus 150 for Horn to go over certain. Now that I'm like, it got me reading last night when we talked to Mr. Solak. Uh, he gave us some people to follow and who not to follow. I won't shit on anybody publicly, but he kind of said, you know, these guys are good. These guys aren't. And I did some reading, did some research last night. Couldn't fall asleep. Excited for the draft. Went with that. Horn first quarterback, Phillips first D lineman. This one, I'm trying to figure out exactly what the market was. There was a couple different people here. So I think he was third favorite or second favorite at most places. Yeah. Quitty Pay and um, I think it was kind of the same at both places. This is the thing, too. I did a lot of shopping at FanDuel and DraftKings, and there were some definite differences there so take a look at that um, yeah you can find plus 200 actually at DraftKings. so this isn't even this isn't in the best of number i guess i didn't do a great job of shopping so plus 200 on this phillips first d lineman i like him quite a bit this is a there's a decent price in him to be the first defender even if somebody really wants somebody uh, like this. So it's, I think it was seven, eight to one to be first defender. That's putting him ahead of all the corners. That's putting him ahead of the linebacker. That's a little tough. I'm not sure if uh, I'm super excited about that, but first D lineman plus 175 plus 200 I'm on. And then Sean Slater. This is, uh, this was the, you know, a year ago we were talking Penny Sewell number one pick, and now there's a lot of talk and, you know, some people we talk to behind the scenes, and it's even come out publicly now. There's a bunch of teams that have Slater ahead of Sewell. I'm I'm going to take plus 320 here. You can get, uh, yeah, 320 at FanDuel. That was the best price I found on that. So first O-lineman to come off the board, just a bit of a tickler if Sewell kind of trickles down. And somebody like Slater, he's a road grader, man. He's great. I enjoyed watching. I watched a little bit of uh, – you know, Big Ten football this year. I'm from up here. And then this uh, last one kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, the Mac one. The I mean, there's weird pricing on this, too. I don't see a situation where the 49ers would trade again. That doesn't make a, a ton of I, – I guess anything can happen, but there's books that say, you know, Fields plus 150 to be the third pick, and then they have plus 175 to go to the Niners. So I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this because it's a better price. I really I don't think the you know the chance of trading out and moving fields is is super high, I guess, at all. Or even it's non-zero, but it's well, still very, very close to zero. So fields the, is drafted by the Niners, is how this pick is written, plus one seventy-five. Well, maybe they hired Kevin Costner and this is a draft day situation. They're moving up to move back later and get everything they want, and even that special teams guy. So we got to remember yeah. that. That's always possible. You should take a special teams guy. So that's it. I will be, <laughs> like I said, deep dive next week. We'll do more draft stuff. I'll have more draft props. I'll probably post these all in a blog later on so I can have them all in kind of one place and let you know when I add to them. And eventually I'll have my my mock draft out. I'll get that mock up and we'll, we can mock it. As, uh, it's so as hard. Person. I did. We, you know what? Drew and I both did pretty decent. Like we had to kind of go look at other like professionals and be like, oh, 
Like ours wasn't that bad. It's it's impossible once you get down the board. We did one for the NBA last year, spread nine on our buddy Big Three, and we nailed the first four picks. Like we had Patrick Williams at number four. There was very few people that had that, and then the rest of it was a disaster. And all we tried to do was the lottery, which is the first fourteen picks. Yeah. Um, and again, in the NBA, there's much less players. There's um, even less trades, I would think. I mean, on draft night, especially this past year, but. You just look at it. We nailed the first four picks, and then the rest of it's just, you know, once one thing goes wrong, everything just goes nuts. You get one, two trades there in the middle. It's all just out of whack. So it is fun. It's fun to do. But like you said, you know, if um, you're trying to do it and really worry about getting all the picks right, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. I mean, there's places that grade these mock drafts that all the professionals do and i mean the, the rates that they're hitting it's not like crazy high you know they're not hitting these at, at super high rates so don't you know don't feel like you know these guys are getting all this stuff right um i will say i didn't bring it up just because i didn't have it bookmarked with the other ones i'm going to add that one to it now but i did find a bunch of uh a bunch of props at WinBet. i'm right there right now so you can make bets at WinBet on the draft and you can do it with 500 dollars risk-free bet thank you to our sponsor WinBet. what's there you can yeah you can it has a lot of the positional ones it has a number of defensive players you know you can play that too the same thing under 14 and a half is the same as over 17 and a half so uh, i guess unless there was a there can't be a special teamer in the first round we're not gonna have a grammatica we're not that, that's just not something that happens anymore but uh yeah, I would think if you were looking at 17 and a half, 14 and a half under is the same thing. You can get minus 150 on under defensive players. Maybe that's the way to look at this. And yeah, they have a bunch of different players and they're over under. So go check that out and let's, uh, let's, let's tidy this thing up. I don't think there's that many picks in the first round, Andy. 32? Yeah, but if it's 17 and a half, defensive lineman under 17 and a half would be much better than going offensive over 17 and a half, right? No, 14 and a half. Be 16 14 oh, sorry. And okay, half. there you go. Okay, that makes more sense. Sorry, I thought you said 17 yeah, they, they and a half. Did add up to, no, I had to think. They did add up to 32, so. All right, let's try a bow on this with some tennis. Indeed. We're back in Charleston. Charleston. Just a handful of matches today. No totals. Our total yesterday was actually a lot closer than the score looked. Tom Lianovich had a bunch of chances doing that second set and yes. just couldn't put it away. Um, if you go back and pull up the point by point, it's pretty frustrating, but we move onward, we move upward, and I've got a short dog today. Astra Sharma is playing the American Medicine Bringle. I'm not sure why Sharma is the dog here. I have her as a small favorite. I would have her probably minus 125, maybe minus 120, somewhere in that range. So happy to take her at plus 110, plus 105 is okay, plus 100 maybe at a little smaller number. But a lot of value on her. I think that you know she's had a couple losses in the last weeks, but losses that I'm not really concerned about. You know she loses in three sets to a good player in Miami, loses to a great player in Guadalajara. Yes, there was one loss. You know um, I can't remember if it was last week or in another one of the Mexican tournaments that you know wasn't the best loss in the world. But you know she's five and three with two losses. I'm not too concerned about. She has much better numbers here than Brengel. I think Brengel's getting some respect, kind of given that she has a little bit of a name. You know, a little bit of a maybe a home court advantage being that she's from the U.S. and she is a seeded player here. Again, I'm just trying to come up for reasons why Brengel is favored here. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So happy to take Sharma here, plus 110, like the dog a lot in Charleston. She plays around 4.15, 4.30 Eastern time. So I've uh, got a few hours to get that one in. Yeah, this afternoon. We'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. See how it did. 
and everything else. My draft props obviously have a while before they're graded. And I will say I was looking at WinBet while you were talking there, and you can get Jamar Chase under 6.5 for 140. So, so far the best price I've found on under 6.5 for him, under 6.5 minus 140 over at WinBet if you live in one of the five states where you can bet that at right now. And that'll do it for today. If you want to see more draft props, hit a thumbs up in the YouTube channel. Thanks for watching, listening, hanging, and supporting us. And we will catch you tomorrow for a Friday show. Mm